1: Good morning. In this segment, we are honored to speak to Professor Eric Atmo, who is the founding director of the Center for Early Learning and Childhood Development. Professor Eric, good morning, Jenna. A warm welcome. Uh, Good
0: morning, Aisha, and good morning to your listeners.
1: Thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us this morning. Please tell us more about the Centers for Early Childhood Development (coughs) um, and when it was founded and uh, what services you offer
0: the center for early childhood development is a national early childhood development provider and we were established in 1994 so we're 26 years old this year and our basic programs are training teachers to work in early childhood development centers providing buildings For young children, that's either a brand new building or an upgrade of an existing building. We provide educational equipment, which is age-appropriate and which young children can use. And this is mainly in the the, uh, literacy, numeracy and life skills areas. We do a lot of family outreach work. What that means is our field workers work directly with families and children in the home. And these are often families who cannot get access to an ECD centre, either because it's full or because there isn't one. And then we do quite a bit of policy work and advocacy work, um, banging on government doors, trying to break down barriers and inform politicians of the benefits of early childhood development to young children and to families.
1: Indeed, and so we should urge the government to also come on board to the ECD centres, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Of course. Look, I've worked in this field a long time and we've had a democratic government for 26 years the sad truth is that we have not done that much for our young children we've signed the convention of the rights of the child we've signed the African Charter on the welfare of the child our Bill of Rights in the Constitution talks about putting the child first but as a country we really have let our children down Uh, across the country there are about 7 million children aged birth to 6 and only around 2.5 million are in a program of any kind and probably 60% of those programs are poor quality, not because the women, and it's predominantly women but not because the women running it is not passionate or enthusiastic but it's because of the socioeconomic status the poverty and the inequality in the country so i've got a strong belief that government has no political will to meet the needs of young children
1: okay so just touching on that and we're looking at the current (coughs) status of COVID 19 as well and we're looking at you know the fact that the you know preschools or child development centers has been closed for quite a while and how this impact you know on, on on the development of our children
0: Look, it, it impacts not only on the development of our children but also on families uh, and let's start right at the top it means that two and a half million children who would otherwise get a full day or a half day early education program with all the activities that go with it have have not had that since March the 27th now we can understand because I think I think the president has done really well in locking the country down in those first few weeks. And we can see it in our figures, they're relatively low compared to other um, so-called more developed countries. So whilst that was fine, what, what subsequently happened is that today, which is six, which is three months later, three months since the lockdown, early childhood development centers The 32,000 around the country still have no idea when ecd centers are going to open now we know that uh, grade seven and grade 12 went back about two weeks ago and we know this coming week some of the other grades including grade r are going back but there's been absolute silence from the department of social development on when early childhood development centers are going to open. And I think this is is because they were sleeping those first few months, there was no focus on, on children and it's only happening now. So those children are in communities where for many of them their main meal is the meal at the ECD center. They're not getting that. They're in communities which are unsafe and where they are open to abuse and neglect. And we've seen in this very town, in Cape Town, the number of children who've been assaulted. And we saw the two year old child who was murdered during the lockdown. So government has really not done what one would expect of a caring government.
1: Professor Atmore, just a question here. So have you tried getting in touch with either the president or the uh, social development ministers? (coughs) And were there any feedback if you um, did make contact with them?
0: Not only us. There have been a number of initiatives right from early April. There was a national survey done which indicated that large numbers of ECD centers would close. They would not reopen, Uh, that large numbers were not paying their staff. And all of this was communicated to the Department of Social Development and to the presidency. No response, not even the courtesy of a reply. The Center for Early Childhood Development, we've written to the social development minister, to the basic education minister, and to the presidency on numerous occasions, no response at all. In, in one in one 24 hour period, we got four and a half thousand signatures to a petition that we sent through, no response. So the efforts have been made But government has not responded at
1: all. That's so amazing. And these are the grassroots level where where children get the basics, isn't it? So it's very important. ECDs play very important roles in the lives of many of our little ones. So if ECD centers uh, do not reopen or if they do not get the support from government, how many are at risk of closing down and how many kids could be affected?
0: There there are 32,000 ECD centres across the country. My estimate is that between 10 and 15%. That's around about 3,500 ECD centres will close. Each of those centres have an average of 60 or 70 or 80 children. So we're looking at tens of thousands of children being denied a an opportunity for early learning, which is their right in terms of our constitution and in terms of all the international um, conventions that, that we have signed. Not only that though, what it's gonna mean is that there's gonna be a huge loss of jobs in the early childhood development sector. These are vulnerable women who earn really poor salaries and they're not gonna be able to go back And that's gonna perpetuate this whole cycle of poverty and inequality. So I I really think uh, government should have come to the party. They've come to the party for the taxi industry. They've allocated 1.2 billion Rand to the taxi industry. The allocation to early childhood development in Tito Mbaweni's speech last week is 64 million and it's only to registered centers. And registered centres, we know, are the ones who are more advantaged. The real poverty and the real inequality lies in unregistered centres. So not only has there been no response, but the the little that has been provided by National Treasury is not new money. This is money that was earmarked for ECD infrastructure that's now been transferred to uh, getting centres able to get back into operation, but we still don't have a date.
1: Um, Professor Atmore, so just a question: What recommendation do you have um, for government, or would you <coughs> want to make to government?
0: I think there are three things government have to do. Firstly, they have to announce they have to announce an opening date. Secondly, they have to make a once-off COVID nineteen grant of twenty thousand rand. To every ECD center in the country that's registered and unregistered that will cost about 640 million rand and then they have to take the ECD subsidy that exists which is 17 rand per child per day they have to double that and they have to give it to every ECD center that exists for a period of six months that will bring the amount up to about two billion rand now people will say Two billion band is a lot of money. Can we afford it? I think what we should be asking is, can we afford not to do it? You know, two billion out of the 500 billion fund that government has available is a minuscule amount. And we have to do it for the two and a half million children who are in ECD centers.
1: I'm just looking at it from a different perspective, uh, Professor Atmo, is that, you know, you mentioned 1.2 billion um, was was given to the taxi industry. So why can't they invest? Because that is a spending on the industry, um, taxi industry, but when they spend 2 billion on the ECD centers, that is obviously an investment in the future.
0: It is. you know the 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 international research tells us clearly that the earlier you invest in education meaning in the in the preschool years the greater the economic return now we spend an incredible amount of money in children repeating grades between grade 1 and 12 and we spend a lot of money in remedial education which is very costly that investment in good quality early childhood development in the early years will pay itself many, many, many times over. So the economics is clear. The earlier the educational investment, the greater the economic, social and educational return.
1: Definitely. Uh, Professor Atmore, if the members of the public uh, wish to contribute or invest, you know, in ECD centers as well, or um, if there's still a petition going around that they can sign, tell us more about this.
0: Members of the public have an opportunity to invest in what is commonly called PPE, mm-hmm. uh, in the preparation of ECD centers or when they do open. And my, my younger colleagues have started a snap scan initiative and i think it's called hashtag ppe okay. but if you go on to the e- center for early childhood development website you'll see and you can read all about it it doesn't only mean a financial contribution a every family lives within one or two kilometers of an ecd center take a stroll down Speak to the principal and offer your services. I think we're all in this together. There are some wonderful organizations doing wonderful work feeding children at ECD centers. I think of Breadline Africa. I think of the Peninsula School Feeding Scheme. There, there, There are many of these that are doing wonderful work across the country and everybody can contribute. It is, after all, in the interest of our young children.
1: Professor Atman, now that you've mentioned feeding schemes, do you find that, uh, unfortunately, with, for, uh, for, uh, if the ECD centre stays closed for longer, that there um, is you know, the, ease, the, the um, fear that these children might not even have a meal um, you know, um, uh, on a daily basis?
0: Without a doubt, without a doubt. You know, the, the indications, and they're all anecdotal at the moment, but what's clearly coming out is that children are presenting more more malnourished children are presenting and the the that we're seeing i'll give you one lovely example a young colleague of mine she's in her mid-20s of her own back started a feeding scheme in red hill and we then came on board and various other donors came on board she's feeding Many hundreds of children every single day. She then saw that the need goes beyond children, and she's now feeding adults as well. There have been so many really good initiatives from wonderful people. Uh, My my fear is that when that stops, if those ECD centers are not up and running, those children are not going to have food to eat.
1: Indeed. So, any final words from your side? You've mentioned earlier on the STEP scan and the P for, P- for PPE, <coughs> but how else can people make contact with the ECD Centre?
0: If they contact the Centre for Early Childhood Development, mm-hmm. uh, if you go to our website, our number is 021 683 2420. We've taken a decision that every single cent that comes in for feeding or for PPE will go to a centre and we will report back to every single donor exactly how their donation has been spent.
1: That's great. Any final words from your side, Professor Eric Atmore?
0: No. I, um, uh, yes, l- let me say, I plead with government, put your young children first. Uh, the, the late Oliver Tambo said a nation that does not treat its children well does not deserve its future. And I think we really have to sit back and ask have we treated our children well over this lockdown?
1: Indeed. We well, say so thank you so much for your input this morning. And I think it's food for thought this morning. And uh, we should really um, realize where it is that we need <coughs> to invest in, um, you know, and that is with the ECD centers. Thank you, thank you so much, Professor Eric Atmore.
0: And thank you for your time. You're thank welcome.
1: You. Have a great week. Bye.
0: Bye. My radio station. Your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape.